Hey, how's it going? This is Craig Cannon, and you're listening to Y Combinator's podcast. Today's episode is with Jared Friedman and Matt Long. Jared's a partner here at YC, and before that, he co-founded Script. And Matt's a software engineer here at YC, and before that, he co-founded Crocodoc. So today we're talking about a project that Jared, Matt, and several other YC people have been working on. It's called Work at a Startup, and it's like a common application for engineers to apply to many YC companies at once. We're also announcing that we're hosting a Work at a Startup Expo on July 28th in Mountain View, where you'll be able to meet 35 of those YC companies. You can learn more and apply to attend at workatastartup.com slash expo. All right, here we go. All right, guys. So we are here today to talk about Work at a Startup. Um, let's really quickly do some introductions. So, uh, Jared, why don't you start? Hey, I'm Jared. I'm a partner here at YC. Um, the way I got into YC was I did a YC company in one of the earliest batches. It was a company called Scribd. Mm-hmm. And then I joined YC three years ago as a partner. Cool. Matt? Hey, I'm Matt Long. Um, I was a co-founder of a company that went through Y Combinator back in winter 2010 called Crocodoc. And now I'm a software engineer here at YC. I've uh, been here for a little over, a little under a year now. Cool. And uh, you guys, in addition to a few other people at YC, have been working on a product called Work at a Startup. So Matt, could you describe what it is? Yeah, so Work at a Startup is a common application for engineers that are interested in working at a startup, and in particular a YC company. Um, They'll go through a lot of kind of typical biographical uh, questions about themselves and their experience and background, and then they're able to kind of choose their preferences for what sort of company and uh, role they're looking for. Mm -hmm. We make all this information available to the uh, founders of all of our YC companies uh, who can then kind of browse and search through them to find what they're looking for, um, kind of indicate their interest and start start conversations with them that will hopefully lead to some hires. Cool. And yeah, so why why make this? Why make this instead of, you know, just relying on the existing infrastructure out there? Yeah, so I guess um, hiring is notoriously hard um, amongst startups. I mean, in Silicon Valley, you know, it's just it's so much intense comp- uh, competition, you yeah. know, the, the more established players in uh, the tech industry. And sure enough, you know, just like internal surveys we've done with uh, founders of YC companies kind of confirm that we're overwhelmingly hiring and in particular hiring engineers is kind of the number one problem they face uh, following uh, going through the YC program. Mm -hmm. Um, So we, YC decided we should take the same approach we've done with everything and try to apply software to this to help uh, scale, find a nice scalable solution um, and just another way that YC can kind of help out our portfolio companies and Mm -hmm. kind of yeah, made made our own kind of hiring portal that's a little bit kind of particular to the way and the types of companies that, that go through IC. Mm-hmm. And so, Jared, you have experience with this directly, having hired quite a bit at Scribd before. And uh, you were also part of the Work at a Startup, uh, before it was known as Work at a Startup <laughs> conference in 2010, right? Yeah. So it's actually not a new idea, per se, for YC to try to help its companies hire. Um Hacker News, from the very beginning, when we first created it back in, I think, 2009, um, part of the goal was to help companies hire. And so it's had a job section from day one. And when I was at my startup, I used the Hacker News job section a lot. And it was incredibly helpful for hiring. I think probably half the engineering team that we hired came through Hacker News. And that's not atypical for YC companies. So we have sort of a long history of this. Um, We've also long had an internal forum for YC founders where they share 
candidates that mm -hmm. aren't right for them, but could be great for somebody else. And um, that's also worked extremely well. And so it, it was the, the origins of this project were kind of like, we saw that this was working and that there was tremendous demand for it and everybody wanted us to do more. Mm. And so the work of the startup product is trying to build just a better, more efficient, more sophisticated version of the Hacker News Jobs Board and the internal forum that we've had for a long time. Mm. In particular, what are the the additions that differentiate it from, you know, HN job posting, for example? Yeah, absolutely. So the way I think about hiring is like it's fundamentally a matching problem, right? There's a great company for everyone. And for every company, there's a set of people who would be perfect for them. Mm -hmm. But it's really hard to make that match happen. And it's especially hard for startups. For large companies like a Microsoft, they hire people of all kinds. And so the the matching just becomes easier because they're hiring for so many roles. If you apply to Microsoft, there's a good chance there's a role there that like could be a good fit for you. Yeah. But with startups who are only hiring for a couple of roles that don't have brand names, you don't know who they are, what they do, if you'd be interested, what roles they're hiring for. And so the matching problem is particularly hard for startups. And that's why we've been working really hard on it. Um, Matt, would be a great person to talk about some of the the, <laughs> the ways that we're trying to solve a matching problem. It's still it's still early days. It's a really hard problem, but I think we have some interesting ideas. Cool. Yes, I, I think kind of the main thing we're going to be looking in is just kind of around kind of what sort of culture and company feel um, and potential employees are kind of interested in. You know, anything from kind of more objective measures like size of the company, number of people in it, um, whether or not they're profitable or not. Like, how important is that to a potential? Uh, new engineer and then also of course kind of ranging into what's kind of, sort of like skills and technologies the engineers um, have mastered the various degrees and kind of lining that up against you know the, the tech stack of that a given company is using um, and then kind of again yeah, going more into the culture thing is kind of looking for kind of what's more important to them you know just in terms of um, excuse me um, are they interested in solving more kind of like product focused questions or really digging in the like deep kind of hard, hard technical problems, um, kind of just things like that, kind of just what's most important to them or what they're looking for. And then, of course, we can get all this exact kind of sort of information from all the companies that are going to be in the system as well. Mm. Um, you know, so that will kind of give us uh, kind of two sets of data to kind of match against each other. And we think, you know, we're pretty confident there's this will be a, a nice way to kind of filter out the most interesting and um, the best matching companies to the top uh, for these applicants and, and the founders as well of companies um, just kind of show them which applicants might be, um, you know, right for them. Hmm. Um, so. Yeah. How do the, how do the companies report and measure their own culture in these engineering problems? Like what questions exactly are they answering? It's yeah, it's a good question. Um, we actually haven't put these questions direct in, in their final form in front of founders just yet but uh, really you could go like a kind of like the application that's on work at a startup.com yeah um and you know go through like the career and culture section and then you can imagine there'd be like a fairly similarly worded question that we're going to pose to our founders you know and just to start with you know it'll kind of be kind of trusting them to answer them honestly you know about you know, what's what the conditions are like at their office and just kind of like the state of their company um, whether or not we're going to have to sort of like editorialize that or curate it all or, you know, make sure everything lines up with reality um, is kind of yet to be seen. Mm -hmm. um, but certainly like the star with it'll just be self-reported uh, from the founders themselves. Hmm. So I, I'm curious about how you guys have been doing the matching thus far, because this product has been around. When did, when was the initial like early beta launch? 
So the very first beta was in the middle of December 2017, so just around six months ago. Okay. And what did it look like back then? Because I think it might be interesting for people to find out like how this has evolved to this point. Yeah, so back then it was um, just the the data we're gathering from applicants. Um, that wasn't nearly as much as we have now. And it's kind of pretty simple, watered-down version of what you might you know be asked on other kind of hiring portals like Hired or AngelList. Um, back then it was pretty basic stuff, you know, just kind of who you are, you know, what's your email address, a few free form questions, like, why do you want to work at a startup? Things like that. Um, and kind of purposefully we steered away at that point from asking people for like a resume mm-hmm. just cause, uh, there is a lot of kind of thoughts internally that uh, it may not be the best thing or, you know, the best way to kind of judge someone based on where they worked before, but kind of look at them more holistically, which is especially true at startups, you know, it's kind of finding someone that's going to be kind of aligned with your mission and can get on board with that kind of like the goals of the company. Um, much more, we think, than, you know, that might matter at a larger company mm-hmm. um, with a much bigger headcount. So yeah, it's kind of like a smaller and kind of different set of questions than you might normally see. Um, and the, yeah, we didn't really focus on uh, work history at all, or even education, especially, hmm. you know, what school you went to shouldn't matter nearly as much as kind of like what neat stuff you've done as an engineer, um, mm-hmm. you know, more recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and it certainly has evolved a lot since then. We actually now do ask you um, for a resume just because, you know, after, after not having it for a long time, a lot of times the first thing founders would tell us, you know, when we <laughs> ask them how it, you know how they're liking the product is well this is great but i don't know anything about them and kind of the first thing i have to do all the time is just go look at their linkedin profile okay i kind of learn a bit more so you know we're taking that feedback and kind of iterating on that quite a bit Hmm. Um, any other surprises that you've learned from founders who are getting you know all these applications come through their door um one one surprise is actually the diversity of candidates that companies are looking for Hmm. um you know when we first started we worried that like it might be hard for us to find great companies for people who are not in the bay area because so many of the companies that we have are based here mm-hmm. turns out not the case we mm. actually have companies now hiring in over 12 countries we have a ton of companies who are hiring for remote only roles and just the range of like the different skill sets that people are looking for everything from full stack web to data science to devops and sort of a whole range of experience levels as well mm. um has meant that we're we're able to find good matches for almost everyone who signs up Hmm. okay so i'm curious about before we talk about the conference i'm interested in talking about the recent hn thread uh and what were the learnings from that so earlier this week you i think it was jared i think you posted it right um basically a question to the community right what are the pros and cons of working in a startup in 2018 what were the takeaways yeah so it was a pretty amazing Hacker News thread. We got about a thousand comments in response to the question. Yeah. And um, they were really insightful. Like people shared some amazing experiences of working at big companies, of working at small companies, of founding their own company, of being a consultant, and how all of them compared. Mm-hmm. And um, there were, the reason that we did it was we wanted to really understand what people liked and didn't like about working at a startup and in particular what yc could do to help because Mm -hmm. i think we're in a position to be able to help with some of the things that aren't working as well as they could be um so some of the things people really like about 
working at a startup is for sure the autonomy, the feeling that you're able to really move the needle on an, on an organization that like the company that you've worked at, like might not have been successful if you hadn't taken that job. Um, the ability to bond with a small team, the ability to work on, on like really interesting problems mm -hmm. and with the newest technologies, the ability to have control over the technologies that you use rather than just inheriting a tech stack that's already set. Um, so certainly some interesting pros. And then on the cons, um, the most prominent one was compensation. Mm -hmm. And um, what we heard is compensation is important to people. If you're going to take a job, you got to feel like the compensation is fair. Yeah. And um, startups have to be fair, have to be paying fair compensation in order to attract the best talent. And that's always been true. I think it's gotten a little bit harder recently as compensation for engineers across the industry around the world has gone up. Mm -hmm. um, but what some people on Hacker News may not yet know is that the compensation at startups has gone up a lot as well. And so I think we may be closer than they think, but there's still more that startups have to do on that mm. front. Um, transparency is also very important where people need to feel like if a big part of their compensation package is equity in the startup, that they really understand how to value that equity and how to compare it against other offers. Mm -hmm. um, that's, I think, a, a basic thing that all, all startups can really do better when hiring people. Um, job security is very important to people. Um, sometimes when you're working in an early stage startup, it can feel less secure than mm -hmm. working at a big company. Mm -hmm. The startup can go out of business. I think this is actually something that YC and work at a startup can help with a lot because while working at any individual startup may not be as secure as working in a large company, hopefully working for startups in general mm -hmm. can be even more secure because if the startup that you're working at now doesn't work out, there's going to be 20 other startups who are going to like value the great work that you did there and want to hire you immediately. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially within a network such as the YC community. Yeah, exactly. yeah, another thing to be clear about, I guess, if it hasn't been mentioned, work at a startup is working at YC companies. Yes. They aren't just <laughs> like startups around the world just yes. in general. Yeah. Um, Matt, did you learn anything from the thread? Um, I, I think, yeah, just that uh, compensation came up so frequently was a bit surprising to me because I, I guess for me that was kind of already a known quantity that yeah. going to work at a startup, you're probably, you know, in the general case, going to be taking a somewhat lower salary than you might get at a, you know, one of the larger fang companies. Um, so just that there is kind of so much, it's very black and white around that. Like, you know, some of the comments are like, why would you go work at a startup when you can make double the amount, you know, at a large company? This just doesn't make sense. Um, and to me, you know, like, yes, uh, you know, face value, that might be true, but there's other kind of non-financial reasons you might choose or want to go work at a startup, you know, um, which I think is really important that you have to have these other um, uh, kind of issues, you know, like, like Jared mentioned, you know, this kind of forming these close bonds of the small team can mm -hmm. be really appealing to people. And, you know, certainly that was one of the big kind of things I look back on from my startup experience that were like uh, me and my co-founders, you know, granted I wasn't an employee, I was a co-founder, but just kind of the bonds I formed with them, you know, they're still to this day, some of like my you know closest friends. And it's just things like that, I think, are kind of like one of the unique kind of things that startups have to offer. Mm -hmm. And just so that wasn't 
kind of got brushed over a lot and a lot of the comments was a bit surprising to me but mm -hmm. it, it makes sense again because you know finances are important and if you're a software engineer right now if it is possible to make you know a pretty nice salary at a lot of places yeah. um, with you know relatively low risk so for sure yeah. um did remote work play a big role in the in the thread uh were people looking for that or it did uh, yeah I, I mean uh a, a lot of the feedback centered on the insane cost of housing in the bay area and in uh, a few other large cities and asked the question why tech is so concentrated in this area mm -hmm. and um, a lot of people suggested that one way that startups could compete with big companies for talent is to be more flexible on that mm -hmm. to allow remote work to have offices in other markets where the housing is not so insane and i think that's really interesting feedback and it's definitely a trend that we've seen among the yc companies more and more of them are taking advantage of that yeah absolutely i mean i think like zapier is a great example of one of those companies yeah. they were paying people to delocate from the bay last year <laughs> which was interesting yeah i think they got a couple people to do it um all right let, let's talk about the conference uh so you guys are doing a work at a startup conference in july correct yep um uh, what are the details Cool. So the Work to Startup Conference is actually not the first time YC has done it. We did it a long time ago, back in 2010. And I know because I presented at it. <laughs> um, and it was it was great. And um, the only reason that we didn't keep doing it was that it was a lot of work and YC was very short staffed at the time. Um, and so we just sort of like paused it for a number of years. But I'm really excited that we're going to bring it back. Mm -hmm. And YC has grown a lot since then. We're 10 times the size. And so the conference is going to be about 10 times the size how it was back then. Yeah. It's going to be really big. Yeah. And so how it works is it's similar to YC's demo day, but for employees instead of investors. So um, we're going to start with a keynote. Justin Kahn and Sam Altman are going to give keynote talks about working at a startup, why you should work at a startup, how to judge startups, what kind of compensation we should be looking for, how to negotiate an offer. Um, and then we're going to have 35 rapid fire pitches mm -hmm. from the founders of YC companies. Mm -hmm. We've got an extremely broad range of companies coming who are hiring a very broad range of roles. We have everything from like established successful companies like Instacart, DoorDash, and PlanGrid. Hair founders are going to come and give a a personal presentation and then we have a whole bunch of like really small companies that like just raised a seed round and are looking for engineers number one or two and are giving out large amounts of equity yep. in return and then sort of everything in between um and we have companies who are hiring for roles um like the most common are probably like full stack web and back-end web and front-end web but there's a whole range of, of other roles as well we mm -hmm. have companies who are hiring for like co-founder CTO roles. We have have companies who are hiring for machine learning and AI and DevOps and robotics engineers and embedded system design. So um, I found that like particularly cool just just yeah. how broad the range is. And yeah, what's the experience going to be like for an attendee? What can yeah. they expect? So I think the most the most compelling reason to go as an attendee is if you think you might be interested in working in a startup, but you're not really sure which one or how to think about it. Okay. If you come to the Work at a Startup event, you'll get in a short period of time, like a really compressed view of what's out there yeah. on the market, what your options are as an engineer right now in, in 2018. And you'll get to talk to the founders because after, after the talks, we're going to have just like a mingling session where you can just walk up to the founders of any company and get to know them. Mm, okay. 
And so as an engineer, you know, Matt, you're an engineer right now. Uh, how do you think someone ought to prepare themselves to attend the event? Or should they not worry about it and just show up? Um, I, I think it kind of depends on your background, where you're coming from. If you're an engineer that's already worked at a startup or might be, you know, kind of familiar with what's going on and what employment might look like at a startup, then you probably don't need to do much. You might want to, you know, research the list of companies that are presenting. Anyone should do this, I guess, yeah. you know, just so you kind of know what to expect and which ones you might be interested in uh, listening to, because I believe there is going to kind of be a separate track of other talks going on at the same time. So sometimes you have to pick and choose between you know, if you're going to be listening to the presentations or something else that's going on. Um, so, yeah, you know, familiarize yourself with the companies. Um, and then for someone that hasn't ever worked at a startup before, um, you probably have a set of ideas of like what it would be like to work at a startup, you know, based on what you've read on Hacker News or elsewhere on the Internet. Um, so I would say kind of try to push all those out of your head and kind of come with an open mind um, because, you know, we, we like to think that especially YC startups are are going to pr pr present you with like a kind of a nicer all around kind of like employment um, offer and, you know, kind of yeah try to ignore any like horror stories you've kind of heard before and how mm -hmm. bad it might be. Um, but also, you know, kind of recognizing, like we were talking about earlier that, you know, you may need to take a kind of hit on salary if you are coming from a larger company and, you know, everyone else, everyone's going to have their own kind of take on whether or not that works for them in their current situation. Um, mm -hmm. I think I yeah, just kind of coming with an open mind and kind of being willing to you know, think about working in an industry or for, you know, a size company that you haven't ever thought about before, um, will be the best way to get ready for it. Cool. And just in practical terms, like should they bring a resume with them? That's oh, a great many. <laughs> that's a great point. Um, I guess yeah, we didn't mention this, but actually there there is going to be a sort of a selection process for who gets to attend since unfortunately we don't have unlimited space um, um, at YC's office and Mountain Views. And so everyone will um, be required to kind of fill out the normal application that's on workatastartup.com right now, um, as if you were going to be using the site online. Mm -hmm. There will be a special section where you can indicate that you're interested in, in attending the, the conference, um, which will kind of treat your application a little bit differently. Um, and, you know, it'll just kind of tell us you know, who's all interested so we can then kind of go through um, where we're going to have the very difficult job of, you know, selecting <laughs> who gets to attend. Um, so th that's the main thing, whether or not you need to bring paper resumes, you know, like if you really want to, we're not going to stop you from doing that. Um, but we are going to try to have a little bit of a technological approach to just kind of making it easy for people at the, at the conference to kind of indicate interest in companies. Um, and is it open to people not currently living in the Bay area? Uh, yeah. Anyone that wants to come, I think, you know, we're not going to stop you if, of course, the, you'd have to pay your own way here and all that. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, I think it's mo more about if you're willing to work in a location where most of these companies are located. Um, you know, if you're willing to relocate there, then that'll, that'll probably be the bigger um, kind of will drive the decision a bit more. Okay. Um, but certainly anyone not from the Bay Area is very welcome to attend. We are also going to live stream the conference mm -hmm. online for for anyone who who can't make it out here. Um, and I 
wanted to mention one other thing that I'm very excited about for the conference, which is for the first time, we're going to have hardware demos. So we do this for demo day for investors. Mm -hmm. Um, And back in 2010, when we did the first work at a startup conference, we didn't have really any companies who are building hardware. But now we have a lot of companies who are building all kinds of cool stuff. So um, at the conference, there's going to be a full-size self-driving truck from Starsky Robotics that will hopefully be self-driving itself around the parking lot. Nice. Um, we're going to have an actual satellite from Astronus, which is a replica of the one that's currently in orbit around mm-hmm. the Earth. Um, we're going to have, um, well, we're working on getting permission to land a giant industrial drone <laughs> in the parking lot of Mountain View. That's a drone that's made by a company called Valancey, and it's so large that we need to get permission from the city of Mountain View to have it land there. Wow. Cool. So, yeah, I think that like, reframing the just the term startup to be much broader than SaaS companies uh, is an important thing that you guys are doing. Yeah, I think that's a great point. I think a lot of engineers don't realize just how many options there are in startups these days. Um, we have several companies uh, attending who are doing like really hard science stuff. They're doing yeah. autonomous driving and mapping and hardcore machine learning, computer vision kinds of things. Yeah. You guys have been working on this now for over six months. Um, what are the metrics you've been tracking and, and how is it going? Yeah, so so far it's going, I think, extremely well. Um, we've, we haven't really announced it at all. We've just been running it very quietly. We added a link on the Y Combinator homepage. Um, and so far we've already gotten over 3,000 engineers um, to sign up and fill out a profile. Um, more exciting to me is that of those 3,000 engineers, the vast majority of them have gotten at least one message from a YC company. Mm. So companies are actually really using the product. And if you are an engineer and you sign up, like the odds are good that you will get in, in touch with the company. Um, over 80% of the YC companies who are hiring engineers are already on it. They filled out their own profiles. There's a directory on the site where you can browse all the companies who are, who are hiring engineers. So the response from the YC community has been great. Awesome. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for making time. And so what's the URL if people want to sign up or uh, apply to go to the conference? Yes, yeah, so you can find all this at workatastartup.com. So. Great. Thank you. <laughs> thanks, Craig. Thanks. All right. Thanks for listening. So as always, you can find the transcript and the video at blog.ycombinator.com. And if you have a second, it would be awesome to give us a rating and review wherever you find your podcast. See you next time.